Dr. Joe Eastman is our expert on COVID issues. He has worked with the LTER, NASA, Colorado State University. He's currently part of the University of Texas COVID Austin COVID modeling team. He's kind enough today to join us to talk about all things COVID. Hi, Dr. Joe. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing? I'm Welcome doing, back. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad to be back here. It was a little roasty toasty down there, but it's it was, uh, you know, it was funny. Okay, so I'm on the plane once again. Wearing the mask, I get in the the minute I you know I get into the airport, I've got the mask on on the airplane, off the airplane. I'm going to say I probably counted less than twenty people total, not just on my flight, but less than twenty people the entire time I was in the airport wearing a mask like myself. Wow, the anecdotal evidence keeps rolling in. <laughs> <laughs> it does, uh, you know. It's and and I guess to a point, I'm not going to criticize too many people. I mean, my daughter went today to go get physical therapy this morning, and uh, from her for her knee and the. Yeah, we. She goes in there. She goes. I, do I, I'll bring a mask. She says, "No, you don't have to. They don't ma- require you to make a, wear masks anymore." It's not just you know people in life. I mean, it really is sort of one of those things that now, since Joe Biden basically you know based assigned an end to the emergency, people are you know really it's it's not on anyone's radar at all. It it really isn't. Uh, there there's a big report on. Uh, just how the the media has been underplaying what's going on right now, and uh, it's uh, it's some serious thing. You know, he's ending the emergency declaration, but at the same time, he's pumping five billion into the development of new vaccines. So, okay, I, <laughs> but those two don't kind of mesh really well together, in my opinion. But. Um, you know, and there's going to be millions of people affected. They're going to lose the services as this declaration has ended. And uh, it's only going to get worse. Uh, we see a ramping down in, in testing all over the place. We're down to 2020 levels now. And um, what I'm looking at is, is actually pretty frightening, uh, what I foresee in the near future. Uh, the XB.1.16 is, you're probably aware, is just wreaking havoc in, in Asia right now and uh, throughout India, Nepal, Singapore. They are looking at a five-and-a-half-day doubling rate for this new, new uh, variant. And it is now in 23 states in the United States, which implies to me it's probably everywhere right now. <laughs> and this this is not a, a variant to sneeze at. That's for sure. It's uh, the early estimates were its infectivity was about eight times of what XB.1.5 is, which is dominating everything right now. And I I surmise in the next month you're going to see this dot one dot one six taken over from uh, XBB.1.5. And uh, I'll let you go on, but there's a few other uh, concerns associated with this new virus that really are freaking a lot of us out right now. So, well, can I um, ask you? Is it human nature? I mean, you you have more not only experience with the numbers and the healthcare system on this, but as well, you you've obviously paid attention to human nature. It would seem to me the real danger here is that. It will take a fairly serious variant 
for people to start taking this serious soon to a point where we've got all of a sudden out of the blue full hospitals again you know you know it you know basically everyone walking around sick and people then frantically saying oh wait whoa, 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 don't get rid of those masks quite yet i mean is is that kind of the way it is is that generally is forget to get people back on board is it would you know it's going to take a a a very serious um you know strain coming through and then people will say oh i guess it wasn't over yeah uh, that's a, that's a good point because the united states is kind of an outlier in this whole thing um where there's kind of a, you know, a community sense when you have a problem. The community kind of bonds together, and they do what's natural to uh, stave off uh, whatever the uh, crisis is. The United States is the only country in the world out of 23 surveyed that does not follow this communal response anymore. It's actually negatively correlated to the societal, uh, you know, uh, pressures. And uh, the other countries, India's going right back to masks. Uh, their hospitals, they're testing the, the nursing staff. And so far, almost all of them have been infected by this dot one dot one six XBB variant. And, um, you know, it, it's going to take that in the United States, uh, just a jar, like you say. And uh, that's really unfortunate. Uh, we didn't have to get to this point right now. And, and it's where we are, so we got to deal with it. Well, and, you know, and if we can, let's point. Let's point out back in 2014. Granted, the Republicans really politically played up that whole thing with uh, the Ebola, but they they <laughs> basically ran with that and they kept screaming, "Oh my gosh, this is going to get bad!" And people were so unused to a pandemic that it did actually successfully scare people. Now it's kind of like, you know, they're, just, they're sprinting through the haunted house because, like, nothing here is going to scare me. And, they, and it's like, you probably you got to be careful here because nature has a really bad habit of the minute you think you're in charge, it smacks back really hard. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's what nature is doing right now with the, the new variants. They're... These things are literally reorganizing the genetic structure within your cells and uh, your immune system. And even a mild infection, it's wreaking havoc on the uh, your whole immune system. And if you get multiple infections, infections you're going to be at a point where your immune system is just completely susceptible to anything that comes along. And you'll start noticing other pathogens start to creep up in their frequency and uh, and and the causes. We we have a little trend in upwards in deaths in the United States right now. Um, you know, once your immune system's shot, there's nothing you can do to really get it back without uh, very invasive treatment that is uh, very miserable, from what I understand. And um, Oh boy, I, that's where we're going right now, and that's uh, that's a long term thing. It's it's not yeah. like oh, five months later my immune system's back to normal. No, it's not, and it's across all demographics. Um, so we really are concerned about this newest variant, which is herring. You could draw a line from North Dakota down to Texas, 
And it's mainly in the rural areas where it is just starting to ramp up like crazy. It, wait, and, wait, can, uh, if I can stop you really there, you say it's in the rural areas. Do you think that this is in relation to the fact that there's a lot more people in rural areas that have not been vaccinated, proudly not vaccinated? Is that is that seeming to 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 provide a fertile playground for this new variant? I I, I would agree with that statement. Yes, uh, uh, you know, and uh, it's unfortunate. It's going to wake those people up. Uh, right now, it's uh, Freeborn and Fairmont County in Minnesota are really ramping up right now, and uh, so is Iowa. Illinois is is starting to feel the effects, and it, it goes from Illinois up to the northeast to New York where they're seeing these medium to high increases in uh, mainly rural localities, but also like New York, it's in Buffalo is where they're seeing it. In Wisconsin, it's the Green Bay area. It's it's all over the map. And, you know, our collective immunity, you may think of herd immunity, we're going to be just fine. You know, we keep getting infected. No, it's it's weakening your immune system. So the whole net gain is not what you think in terms of increasing immunity. Well, and, and, uh, and, and you said this a year plus ago when it comes to herd immunity. It doesn't do you any good if you have a vaccination rate of, say, 80 percent in Minneapolis, St. Paul, and the the vaccination rate of some small town is only 32%. You can't average those numbers together because once the virus gets into that town, it still is only a 32% vaccination rate. And so there's right. no there's no herd immunity to be had. That that's that's correct. Yeah, I mean, you get the the natural immunity effect, but now we're seeing that that, that uh, natural immunity effect is wearing off a lot quicker than uh, the previous variants. I mean, we're talking, uh, you know, six weeks maybe, some somewhere in that range. Wow. Yeah, it used to be, remember when we started this, it was like six months. They yeah. said you're pretty, pretty safe. And it has to do with how this virus is working. The, the mutations are not just in that spike protein anymore. It's going into the body of the virus. And that's where it's figuring out how to rewire our immune system so that it can it can infect us more. And um, that's that's what we're facing going down the road if we if we uh, continue on the path we are right now. You said <laughs> X, XBB one one six. Where did that one start? Is that South Africa or was that in uh, is yeah. in India? Yeah, that was India. And uh, like I say, that they're looking at a five and a half day doubling rate over there. Oof. And uh, there's counties in the U.S. that I'm, I'm seeing where they're approaching that rate too. So um, it's here. It's gonna it's gonna spread rapidly, you know. But the thing is, we have this hybrid immunity of natural and vaccinations that kind of tamp down the uh, the outcomes if if somebody gets infected. So they're sitting there. Oh, I just got uh, mild flu or sniffles or something there and think, but they don't realize. It's it's messing up their immune system incredibly, yeah. and um, it's probably going to. If you look at the the genetic sequencing in the, in the studies and the evolution of what COVID is doing, that is where it's heading. It's it's going after our immune system and rewiring it, and um, you know we're going to see increases in other pathogens. I'm sure. 
as a result of this. Um, you'd mentioned specifically Freeborn and Fairmont, Fairmont counties. What what's the situation down there? I mean, it is it clearly is. I mean, I I would I as much as I criticize the media in this state, I can't believe it'd be as bad as it has been. But when you're talking about it's ramping up there, what, give us a little bit better of an idea about that. It's, you know, they, they tend to rank uh, the, the states and the counties on a, a low, medium, and high scale. Uh, currently, right in that area, it is uh, on a, a kind of a medium increase in, uh, in threat level or whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, possibilities of being infected. Some of these rural states, like in Montana and down in Texas, they're all the way through, like I said, from North Dakota to Texas, there's a lot of areas where they're in rural areas that are experiencing the high increase mm-hmm. um, level, community level. So um, I, I just I can't see this stopping for any reason and, and, uh, until we get a handle on, the, like you say, people masking and just doing the basics. Uh, come on, folks. <laughs> not that hard. It's not rocket scientists. Masking in an airplane for a three-hour flight. I mean, is it, I get it, it's difficult, but, you know, it's not like you're, you know, you're not giving a speech. It's not like you're doing, you know, the the, the (laughs) soliloquies from Hamlet there. I mean, you're just sitting in a seat watching a movie, for God's sakes. Wear a mask. I don't know what the big deal is. Uh, Dr. Joe Eastman joining us, of course, our COVID modeling expert. Yeah, let's talk about your latest map simulations. So first of all, what maps for everyone out there? Why don't you explain what the maps are and what are, what are you seeing right now in your in your uh, their, your simulations that you're uh, programming out? Yeah, um, what what I've been seeing now, you know, maps is the multiple algorithm pandemic software. It's a, about twenty thousand mi- lines of code I've created now. <laughs> um, <laughs> You are a smart doctor, Joe. Thank God you exist. Thank God. I'm over here trying to get into an argument with an Arby's beef and cheddar. You're doing this. I'm very much applaud everyone. We need to give Dr. Joe a round of applause on this. <laughs> Thank you very much. And, and anyways, what, it, what it's showing is um, when I run it out through July 1st, um, we're going to start seeing the uh, countrywide uh, dominance of this new variant um, it, around that time, it's going to like ramp up quite a bit. Um, all, all my simulations show the same thing happening, and the one I believe the most has it going up, sure enough, right at the beginning of July, and we'll probably be seeing that exponential rate that uh, is occurring. Um, one one other thing, I I talked to, I kind of want people to. Uh, get a hold of their local boards, county boards and stuff. I talked with our uh, uh, county director of public health last week, and, and boy, I did not realize they don't have the final say in what's going on. It's the the politicians that are elected that supervise them that are making the final decisions right now. Most people don't realize that. And they're trying to cut their resources at the moment. And this is not just... In my county, this is all over the nation. And uh, get people out there and, and urge your board members to support the public health officials. And uh, 
you know. Well, and Boy, and, 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 and there is an argument that can be made here, and I, and I just made this the other day. I said, all right, let's not make the same mistake we made, with, with and, and this is in regard to mass transportation, when we tore up the streetcar system, which used to run from Lake Minnetonka to Stillwater in this city, and we got rid of it, and now we're trying to frantically you know, put something back. Now that we have these park and rides that are not necessarily used, the worst thing you could do is sell those off or tear those down. Keep those in place because – we will eventually use them. I mean, that is the case. And if you have the infrastructure in place, don't get rid of it. The same thing applies here. We, you know, you, you, if there's anything we have learned here is we should not get caught flat-footed when it comes to a pandemic, whether it's another COVID variant or the next one coming down the line. The, what we need to do is have local officials have the malleability to be able to react effectively if something odd starts poking around in their communities. And the fact that we're tying it down because we need to make sure someone gets a tax cut, I I think that that's a bad idea. Oh, gosh, yes. You're spot on with that. I mean, there's no funding uh, to continue the wastewater analysis that is proving so valuable. I saw that. Yeah, it's and we're we're you know testing is like it's not pretty much non-existent now. I I look at these numbers that the CDC reports, and they're not even including XBB.1.16 right now. But I got somebody on the inside of the CDC that said, "Hey, it's over ten percent in the country right now, but we we're, we're not allowed to publish the data yet." And I'm like, "Why? Ugh. Why?" You know, this is stuff what, that uh, scientists and researchers really need to know, and and um, I don't know what's going on. Why is that not reported? Because in the past, any variant that got over 1% was showing up in the uh, CDC uh, variant report. So I, I don't really know what's going on there. Uh, <laughs> and by the way, is that the, is that the next variant we should watch out for, XBB116? Yeah, yeah. And there's a, a dot one on the end of it. That one's, uh, they're both just raging through Southeast Asia right now. And you can also look, uh, Africa's starting to starting to really go nuts in, in parts of that in the eastern Mediterranean. Um, it's happening in, uh, worldwide to uh, varying degrees. But that those are the areas that are really hot spots right now that, um, you know, they're changing their their way of thinking in a in a hurry. I'll put it that way. Um, <laughs> we, oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was just gonna say, and we need to do the same thing. I, I, you know, encourage masking, vaccinate, get your booster, et cetera. We can now get it for those old parts like me that uh, you know I can get another bivalent booster, and and uh, I'm you know just keep up on it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, absolutely, no. absolutely want to do that, and I, I mean, I'm grateful. I'm a veteran, so I can go to the VA. The VA, they'll have testing. They have the 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 the, um, the, the vaccines. I can get those. But once again, if you're traveling, wear a mask. Seriously, you probably want to do this. Follow Doctor Joe Joseph Eastman I'll link to that a little bit later on. Doctor Joe, it's never really great news, but it's always important news. <laughs> and for God's sake, you'll always have always have a spot on my show because we're trying to help people here, especially people like Freeborn and Fairmont counties. We, we're just trying to help, and so hopefully we, we can get some help out there. So thank you very much, sir. 
Oh, gosh, thank you so much. I'm eternally grateful to let me have a voice. You got it. Anytime, Dr. Joe. We'll take a break. Come on back. It's the Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950.